much. You're listening to WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. This is the Jazz Focus, and my name is John Clark. Today we're going to be listening to the music of a group that lasted only for a couple of years in New York City in the middle 1980s, 84, 85, 86, thereabouts. And it was called a number of things, but came to be known as the Classic Jazz Quartet. And I think that was done kind of at the behest of uh, booking venues and so forth, because originally uh, they were called the Bourgeois Scum, which doesn't have a ring of uh, friendliness to it, I suppose. At any rate, this band uh, consisted of four very individual and, uh, one might say, eccentric members who came together to create some really fantastic music in the classic jazz tradition, meaning jazz of the 1920s, 30s, and into the 40s. We just heard two tunes. We heard Rose of the Rio Grande and I'll Never Be the Same. And this band uh, sort of balanced very tightly woven arrangements of the four pieces with very free, um, freely approached jazz tunes that emphasized great improvisation as well. And we heard one example of each on that. Rose of the Rio Grande was arranged by the guitarist and singer Marty Gross, who was in this band. And uh, I'll Never Be the Same was a duo between cornet player uh, Richard Sudhalter and pianist Dick Wellstood, two of the other members. The fourth member of the group was the clarinet and soprano sax player Joe Moraney. Uh, and all four of them were active in the New York scene in the 70s and 80s, and their paths crossed and crisscrossed at different times. And uh, they finally found each other to be uh, sympathetic cohorts, I guess. And uh, recorded uh, two full albums and uh, had a live date that was preserved that turned up many years later. And this was released on a two-CD set called The Complete Recordings of the Classic Jazz Quartet, done on the Jazzology label. So for Rose of the Rio Grande, that was originally uh, recorded in July of 1985 and was released on the Stomp Off label, Barbados, Pennsylvania-based uh, traditional jazz label. And then I'll Never Be the Same was recorded at a party on uh, March 23rd of 1986 in North Salem, New York. And uh, same band in each case, and uh, all of the recordings we're going to hear today are by the identical band. What I find interesting about these recordings is how they balance those four instruments. Uh, no bass, but you didn't really need one with Dick Wells to a full stride piano. I've done a podcast on him in the past, and actually a radio show as well, uh, and a solid rhythm guitar with Marty Gross, and then two very uh, solid horn players as well, who very clearly listened to each other and played off of each other as well. And these arrangements, which were done by, I think, all four of uh, the different musicians and different tunes, bring out uh, aspects of each of their musical and instrumental personalities, and it's really uh, fat uh, distributed the melodies and the background figures between these four instruments, constantly shifting textures that make you think that it was really a much larger band. We heard that on Rose of the Rio Grande. So we're going to go on to hear three tunes right now that uh, came from these various albums. I should mention the first album uh, came from September of 1984. It was done for Jazzology, or possibly the George Buck label, GHB. It was done for George Buck at any rate. And uh, it was those three dates that I just mentioned that produced the entire corpus of recordings of the complete recordings of the classic jazz quartet. So the first tune we're going to hear in the next set is another Marty Gross arrangement, and this was made famous uh, by Jimmy Durante. It was one of his theme songs. It's called Inka Dinka Doo, 
and was recorded by Jimmy Noon and others uh, during the classic jazz period, but we'll hear a very clever-sounding arrangement with solos by all four of the performers. Then we're going to go on to a curiosity, probably a Marty Gross arrangement, of Mississippi Mud, a tune that uh, you don't hear much anymore because of the lyrics, which are somewhat insensitive, but here they are covered up because the cast sings them in German. And Marty Gross was born in Germany. His father was George Gross, the noted uh, modern artist, and I believe Sudhalter and Wellstead were also both fluent in German as well. So we'll hear an interesting uh, uh, old-world version of this classic jazz tune by Harry Barris. Then we're going to finish up that set with a blues that uh, Marty Gross uh, specialized in called the Mean Old Bedbug Blues. It was recorded by the Rhythm Kings featuring Billy Banks in the early 1930s. And here, um, Marty Gross arranged and sings this whole tune as well with great solos by all hands again. So those will be our three tunes on this set. Inka Dinka Doo, Mississippi Mud and the Mean Old Bedbug Blues, featuring uh, some vocals by the band and also solo vocal by Marty Gross, and uh, all arrangements in this case by Marty Gross.
nein, nein, nein. Yeah. Wenn, Wenn die Sonne untergeht und die Flut abnimmt, kommen Leute zusammen und fangen an zu schreien. Hey, hey, Onkel Franz. Ein Genuss Marsch, mit dem Füßen in dem Mississippi-Schlamm zu strampeln. Ein Genuss Marsch, mit den Füßen in dem Mississippi-Schlamm zu strampeln. Was Marsch, für ein Tanz, tanzen die. Gott, oh Gott, ich sage es dir. Sie brauchen keine Jazzband. Sie halten Taxen durch Hände klatschen. Fröhlich wie eine Kuh, die wieder kaut, wenn die Leute mit den Füßen in den Mississippi schrappen. Gott, wie die das spielen. Oh, wie sie das schwingen. Onkel Franz, Onkel Hans. Sie stampfen den Matsch mit wildem Tanz. Jeder Kerl, der singt und lacht. Ach, Jungs, die Musik macht mich wach. Oh, die Schau, die Kapelle. Sie spielen entweder langsam oder schneller. Mit den Füßen in den Mississippi stampeln. Matsch, 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 halt fest. Anytime. Something was moaning in the corner. I tried my best to see. 
was the mother bed bug Praying to the good Lord for some more to eat Bed bug big as a jackass Will bite you and stand and grin Bed bug big as a jackass Will bite you and stand and grin Drink up all the bed bug poison Come back and bite you again
There we are. Very interesting combination of musicians, and their arrangements and performances were really informed with a great deal of humor, sometimes ribald humor, and uh, uh, sometimes quite sly. And uh, you heard that on Mississippi Mud, the second tune we heard, which of course, as I mentioned, was done in German, but also had some very fine solos and a, a long quotation from Charlie Parker's Yardbird Suite in the middle, uh, kind of unifying uh, parts of uh, the elements of that performance as well. So very interesting. We started out with Inka Dinka Doo, a tune that hardly anyone does anymore either, just because it's not that popular. A Jimmy Durante tune that he used as a, as a theme for various parts of his career, certainly one of the tunes associated with Durante, and also arranged by Marty Gross. And then we finished up with Mean Old Bedbug Blues that came from that party in 1986. And as it says here, arranged and sung by Marty Gross. He recorded uh, more or less the same arrangement in the 19... 50s, or actually about 1960, uh, with his Honoris Causa jazz band, which he performed and recorded with in Chicago in the 50s and 60s, and uh, sounded very much like he did in the 1980s as well. Marty Gross, as I said, was born in Germany. He came to this country as a fairly young man, started playing guitar and banjo, recorded with many traditional jazz bands uh, in Chicago after a while. He came to New York first, I believe, uh, and then returned to New York some point in the 60, late 60s or early 70s. He was part of the Soprano Summit Band for a while and then began leading his own quartets and recording with many other bands. Became known as a, a, a raconteur, a singer and player, and as we can hear here, an arranger as well. And as of this uh, radio show, he is still alive and kicking in his early 90s. He's the only one of this group who is still with us and uh, still playing very well. Dick Sudhalter uh, was born in Boston, or just outside of Boston, in Newton. And he had kind of twin careers as a jazz cornetist and as a uh, journalist. His father was uh, Al Sudhalter, who was a kind of a legendary saxophone player in the Boston area in the 1920s and 30s, and uh, his son uh, picked up that mantle. He uh, went to England as a journalist, wrote for jazz magazines and other things as well. In the 1960s and 70s, he was a regular contributor to the Jazz Journal and uh, came back to the United States after doing quite a few recordings over there with the Anglo-American Alliance Band and also uh, with the Paul Whiteman uh, recreation band, several albums of that, and uh, as I said, he came back to the United States in the 80s particularly and started playing and recorded quite extensively with this and other bands. Joe Moraney was a clarinet player who uh, had Hungarian ancestry. Uh, he was playing with a number of bands in the Midwest and upper New York, or upstate New York, I should say, uh, before he made his mark as, uh, I believe he was the last clarinet player with the Louis Armstrong All-Stars, and that's where he got his first really national exposure. And then from that point on, he recorded uh, prolifically in New York in the 70s and 80s and into the 90s and even into the 2000s as well. And finally, we have Dick Wellstood, the piano player. He was one of the uh, so-called Scarsdale mob who were raised in the New York suburbs, uh, born uh, in the late 20s or 30s, and uh, he and Bob Wilbur and... Uh, uh, several other like-minded players became attracted to uh, New Orleans jazz and jazz of the 1920s. They made their first recordings for Commodore in the 1940s and then moved on from there. And Dick Wellstood became a uh, one of the great exponents of stride piano, Harlem stride piano, uh, and... Uh, 
toured, uh, playing with bands, did all kinds of things. We have a uh, radio show that we did a few weeks ago on uh, a date that he did shortly before he died in 1987. Actually, it was at the end of 1986 he did at the Sticky Wicked Club in Holliston or Hopkinton, Massachusetts. And uh, these recordings, uh, especially the live recording we just heard, come from that period as well. And unfortunately, the group broke up after Wellstood passed away. Inka Dinka Do, I should mention, was from that Stomp Off record in 1985, and Mississippi Mud from their initial uh, Jazzology recording in 1984. So we're going to go on right now to another recording from that party where they were a little bit more unbuttoned than they were in their studio sessions. This is a feature for Joe Moraney, and uh, it's a very drawn-out version of the song Chinatown, My Chinatown, the Louis Armstrong hit, and Moraney gets in uh, an excellent solo, certainly one of his best on record here. Then we're going to go back to a, uh, a Dick Soothalter arrangement of the Billy Hill tune, There's a Cabin in the Pines, that was recorded by uh, Louis Armstrong and also Mildred Bailey and others in the early 30s, and there are some nice quotes in here, Georgia Cabin and a few other things as well, and that's from the uh, uh, 1984 recording session. Then we'll finish up with a Dick Wellstood composition and arrangement called Dollar Dance, and that's from uh, also the GHB recording, Jazzology recording. So we have those three tunes. If we have time, we might slip in another, but we will definitely hear Chinatown, There's a Cabin in the Pines, and Dollar Dance, all by the classic jazz quartet.
I feel so small into my shell I want to crawl I wonder why I had to fall for you Why do you make my life so tough Seems I can't love you half enough You're so heavenly You're much too much for me I wish that I were twins You great big baby kin I could love you twice as much as I do I'd have four loving arms to embrace you Four eyes to idolize you with each time I faced you With two hearts twice as true What couldn't four lips do When four ears hear you saying I'm yours, I'm yours You great big baby kins I wish that I were twins I could love you twice as much as I do by the classic jazz quartet from 1984, 5, and 6. We started out with a rousing version of Chinatown, My Chinatown, featuring Joe Marini, the rest of the band too, but mostly a feature for the clarinet. Uh, he had an unusual style that uh, really crossed a lot of different uh, jazz styles and boundaries, but uh, you get a good sense of it in Chinatown, which was recorded in 1986 at that party, as was the last tune that I slipped in, a short version of I Wish I Were Twins, arranged and sung by Marty Gross, including the verse, which is very seldom heard on that. In between those two, we heard There's a Cabin in the Pines, a beautiful arrangement of a of a really lovely tune, uh, the arrangement by Dick Sudhalter, the tune by Billy Hill. Pity there wasn't a vocal on that, but it had some beautiful cornet playing and uh, some interesting quotes, including Sidney Bechet's Georgia Cabin in there as well. And then after that, we heard uh, Dollar Dance, the Dick Wellstood original tune that had uh, some ragtime influence as well as some stride and good solos all around as well. That was done on that first uh, session for uh, George Buck, done in 1984, uh, as was... Uh the other one that I mentioned uh, right before that, there's a cabin in the pines. So I hope you've enjoyed this program for the Classic Jazz Quartet. This is the Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark. Check out my podcast station, which uh, our podcast, uh, we're on many stations, on Spotify and Apple and different places as well. We've done earlier podcasts on uh, Marty Gross, which includes that mean old bedbug blues, and some other tunes featuring these fine musicians as well, including Dick Wellstood. 
So we're going to do two more tunes right now. Uh, before we do that, I should tell you, we are WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. Where else are you going to hear this music? We're going to hear two more tunes. The first one from that 1986 party. It's a beautiful duet between Marty Gross and uh, Joe Marini called Until the Real Thing Comes Along. And then after that, a rousing Sudhalter arrangement of the Jimmy McHugh and Dorothy Fields tune, Freeze and Melt, done by the classic jazz quartet 1984 5 and 6 so thank you very much and hope you come back next week oh yes i'd work for you i'd slave for you i'd be a beggar or a knave for you if that isn't love, it's gonna have to do Until the real thing comes along I'd swim for you, I'd sink for you I'd give up my addiction to drink for you If that isn't love, fat mama, it's gonna have to do until the real thing comes along With all the words, dear, at my command I just can't seem to make you understand I'll always love you, darling, come what may My heart is yours, what more can I say? I'd cry for you I'd sigh for you I'd lay my mellow body down And I would die, just die for you If that isn't love It's gonna have to do Until the real thing comes along Daddy-do